0: Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your host Walker Neer and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker, and today we're joined by special guest Chris Hamaker, aka Ham. Chris is an avid gamer and fellow MMO player. Today we hear about Brett's developing love for Earth Defense Force 5, which continues to impress. Ham and I share our pirate stories from Sea of Thieves. And finally, all three of us discuss the Magica series, which is perhaps the most innovative take on ARPG-style gameplay in the last decade. what's up brett what's got you picking up your sticks this week
1: hey how's it going um i'm so excited this is so bad but i am way sucked into edf5 earth defense force 5 like so (laughs) the the ultimate b-movie game oh it's so it's such a terrible game and i love it so much
2: (laughs) (laughs) what kind of game
1: is it so it's like uh it's kind of like dynasty warriors but with guns against giant insects and aliens and robots and giant Godzilla monsters and just it is just a smorgasbord of things. I did learn there's over a thousand weapons. There's actually I think there's over eleven hundred weapons. Like that's
0: a lot. Like is that like a hundred different skins for the AR though and a hundred different okay
1: no it's now there are like gun and then upgraded version of gun So it's kind of the same thing, but they usually still have like different ammo counts, different damages, different spreads, like laser sights, (laughs) scopes, burst fire version of this gun.
2: So is it like third person over the shoulder? Yeah, it's
1: kind of third person, kind of behind the head. It's it's a it is a B movie game in every way that a B movie is just a bad movie. It is a B game. (laughs) Like it's everything about it. We talked about this a lot in our, our last episode, but it's it's just like. The controls are terrible. The menu's bad. The story is ridiculous. The voice acting is surprisingly good, but all the writing was run through <laughs> Google Translate a couple of times. Um, but it's addictive. Mm. Like, it, it, especially, I don't know. I guess the big point, like, I was playing it anyway and having a blast. Today, just earlier, I hit... Uh, My kind of crowning moment that has really solidified this as like, even if it's bad, I don't care. It's an amazing game. Wow. which Not ironically. No, no. Like, it is a bad game, but that (laughs) does not stop it from being amazing. And I don't know how else to phrase that contradiction. Okay. And maybe this is just a kind of a personal thing, but there's spoilers for what it's worth if you
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think those count in this kind
1: of game I don't okay. think it really does in <laughs> like the first couple of missions you're escaping like an underground base like military base right mm-hmm. and in one of the rooms there's this giant like loading crane robot thing that's just supposed to be to, like there to help move like tanks and stuff around in this giant underground base and 80 missions later.
0: <laughs> literally.
1: Literally. There are over 100 missions in the game.
0: <laughs> um, in
1: the base game, there are two expanded mission packs outside of that. There's a ridiculous amount of DLC, too. Um, but none of it's really that huge. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 80 missions later. you There are multiple times that you come up against, like, there are several different giant Godzilla-sized monsters that you have to fight. Um, and one of them is kind of like, a lava hedgehog. I don't know, like spiky things on its back, and shoots like lava rocks out its sides, and they explode. And you keep and basically you almost can't kill it, but you try to drive it away as mm. like keep it away from the cities, right? Well, eventually you go back, and there's like a four-mission spread of getting back to and retaking the underground base, mm. and then when you retake it, they grab the giant construction robot out of the base. And then you have one mission where you literally just get to, like, stomp on. Because, like, a whole game, everything's giant. Like, the normal, the smallest giant ant is, like, 15 feet
0: tall. Yeah, it's like Super Troopers.
1: Yeah, it is. It way. is like playing through Super Troopers. And then everything gets bigger from there. Um, To, like, the space aliens and the, the robot aliens are, like, tower over buildings and use them for cover. Well, finally, you get in the giant robot. Because the whole game, you're looking up at everything. Because that's where its head is. To get headshots, you have to look ten stories up. And in the giant robot, you finally get swarmed by a whole bunch of ants. And you just have stomp attacks. And you're just walking kills hundreds of guys at a time. Because now you're in, like, an 80-foot mech. And this thing is, I don't know, maybe bigger. It's stupid huge. And it doesn't have, like, guns or anything because it's a construction robot. It's literally just supposed to be a crane. So right. you can, like, punch and sweep your arms. And there's just, like, left-right, shift-in-space. And, left and right is left-arm, right-arm. Shift-in-space is stomp-left, stomp-right. And then walk normal and mouse to look around and stuff. But, like, the different combinations of left and right actually give you different, like, punch combos. Like, mm. if you're, like, right-right-left, then it'll give you, like, both arms will kind of sweep. And if you do, like, left-left-right, you'll do kind of a haymaker thing. And, uh... And then, so you get to play with that, and then you go and they lure this Archalus, this giant hedgehog rock volcano Mm -hmm. monster, onto like this abandoned dock. And you have a whole bunch of troops on your side that are just there to keep the little swarms of aliens away. And you literally just get to have this slugfest with a giant monster. Like, wow. it'll, if it lands a hit on you, it like knocks you down, and your robot's really slow to like get back up. And there's actually the it's it's crazy because the animations are so good in this game. There's a lot of really good animations <laughs> and physics and stuff, but everything else is just kind of eh. So there's like, 50, I don't know, maybe five or six different animations for like getting up from falling on your side or falling forward or however it hits you or whatever. Mm. And then there's a bunch of different like you're just laying haymakers into it, knocking it down and it jumps back and turns into a ball and rolls at you and you like stop it with your hands out in front of you and then punch it. And you're just trading blows like 10 minutes straight. It's not a ridiculously long mission and it didn't outlive its welcome, but it was like 10 minutes straight of just punching a monster in the face with a giant robot.
0: So, you basically got to play out the end of a Power Rangers episode.
1: Yeah, like a po- very much so. A Power <laughs> Rangers, or what is it with the Jaegers?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Pacific Rim. Pacific
1: Rim. Right. It felt like. So, like having the B movie change from Starship Troopers to playing Pacific Rim, mm. I was like, I'm punching a giant monster.
0: This Just is. Analog the- mech, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, this
0: is the best thing that I've ever done. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you do have. A lifelong—I um I don't want to call it an obsession because it's not—it's not a, it's not a yeah, negative not thing. I have a a lifelong, yeah, love for giant mech robots.
1: Giant mech it's robots, like, I mean, like pretty cool, just by default. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: but it was very much so
1: like robot jocks. Like any bad B movie, like giant robot movie, it was like playing through that,
0: and mm. yeah, it was. Uh, this is not gaming related, but
1: there's—is
0: the Iron Giant? That's a movie, right? Yeah, it's like a cartoon. That's more yeah, like an I, I don't think it's Disney,
1: but it's Disney esque.
0: Okay, is that uh, good? Not good. I mean, Not, he's, he's he good, care. but
1: it's like robot find giant robot finds love, and like
0: it's, it's like cool. Clifford the Big Red Dog as a robot
1: as a robot that accidentally oh, okay. happens to be a giant gun as well, and, and
0: oh, yeah, that's so. cool. I mean, it was a good movie. Cool. It's a very okay. good movie, but okay. sorry to derail. I just no uh, no no the thought was just just there, <laughs> so. So EDF, five, so I've never played the Earth Defense Force games. I mean, I have for like 10 minutes back right. in 2008. I played one. Um, and then, through, like I said last week on Humble Bundle, I got a 4.1. Yes. And in like the Humble Monthly thing, and it had like 12 DLCs with it or something. So yeah. so do you think that going forward, you will buy the next well, when EDF? Yeah, I mean, comes so there are already, in, there's. Already
1: a lot of advertisements and teasers about EDF6. I joined their Discord to see if that would help party up with people, but there's mm-hmm. not. It really is strange because it's, there's not a gigantic player base, but there's, an, it definitely is a cult movie style following in the same right. way that, like, if a new Evil Dead movie came out, it would make a bunch of money, but it's not like it would be this, the, the, summer blockbuster or anything cinema, cinema. right right <laughs> right right but it has a huge following and they're working on six and yeah i will definitely pick up six <laughs> i feel like it's, it's like it's... the Tropico games they oh just,
2: yeah they just make a new one every year every two years or whatever and it's just a little bit different right that's right
0: they're... but not not as egregiously bad as a madden game where right. no
1: no so like the, in, the, in the edf <laughs> games they, they're a few years apart and Apparently, this one rebooted the series, uh-huh. where like, the, but there's there's Thankfully.
0: just, right, I guess, I don't know. I don't know where it was before, so I... <laughs> it, it really jumped the shark before this one. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But like, there's a,
1: there's a quick reaction wheel for like, shouting commands, like, go here, focus this, or do whatever. And mm-hmm. one of them is just chance EDF, and it's <laughs> apparently like mandatory that if you're playing with other people anytime you get through a big battle or at the end of a mission and if you have any troops following you they'll scream it with you you have to scream wow. edf wow so like yeah and i just i'm in i'm a i, I hit that <laughs> yeah. scroll wheel cool. i select yeah. down i shout edf
0: every time we kill big monsters it's great <laughs> it is fun if you can get into the if you can find kind of a culture of an online community in a game and just just lean into it and just go for it. Like if it's not actually annoying, you know what I mean? Like yeah, legitimately fun. It's super fun to, to get in on that. Mm -hmm. It really, there's
1: another part of the wheel that like all the different, there's four classes and each of them have their own kind of like military, like marching chant. And Mm -hmm. it's like, we are the EDF and the Ranger Corps. And we shoot down the aliens around the world or something like that. And they like chant through it. And that's just one of the reaction wheel things. So if you're having to like run a long distance or drive in a car to a next objective location, you just chant the chant and wow, <laughs> it's
2: like sea shanties and it is kind yeah. of is yeah like
0: yeah Assassin's Creed Black Flag or whatever it's one of my
2: favorite like mechan- mechanisms in the game yeah
0: hmm yeah I know people love those sea shanties I actually didn't play Black Flag that much I should have probably played it more because I own all of the Assassin's Creed games yeah uh, in fact bought the latest one. Val no not Valhalla is the new one coming out. I bought Odyssey, right? Um, oh, Steam sale or something. It. Say what? It's the one in Greece or something. Yeah, Odyssey is the one in Greece. Yeah, and then Valhalla is set Viking time, I guess, obviously because what else is Valhalla associated with? <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. well, the Black Flag, I, I think the reason I liked it a lot more was because it wasn't so Assassin's Creed like that had more. St- more stuff to do than just creep around town and stab dudes in the back.
0: Yeah, I think it's where maybe they maybe it's the point where they tried to they started transitioning into more RPG yeah. stuff. Um, and that I haven't really played much of Origins either. Assassin's Creed Origins, that's the one in Egypt. But that was so they used to come out with Assassin's Creed game annually, right? Mm-hmm. And then they moved to every two years instead, which I think is a way better. <laughs> Thing. Yeah, don't don't
1: rush it. <laughs> Even yeah. though you have the engine and everything, just make well, a halfway but, decent game. You don't have you to go full Madden.
2: A game release every year with two studios doing a two-year cycle. I mean, you know,
0: you can or
2: you can do every two years in a four-year cycle for each studio, which gives you an enormous amount of time to dedicate to actually fleshing out the systems in the game.
0: It's true. I, I think Call of Duty is a a really good example of the point you just made, um, because with Call of Duty they have exactly what you just described. They've got, I think three studios now that churn mm-hmm. out the games, but Ubisoft doesn't really seem to have that infrastructure set up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, the, the Assassin's Creed games, like the last one, I think it was the last one that came out before. No, that's not true. There was one in London that came out for, for next gen. I think there was one that came out in France though, when PS4 and Xbox one came out and, and, I mean, it was just almost unplayably buggy. Um, yeah. So, was that Unity? Yeah, it is Assassin's Creed Unity. You're right. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, uh, I remember. Just all the screenshots and stuff of inside of people's faces walking down the street. Yeah,
0: just... I, it was like a precursor to what BioWare eventually had happen with Massive yeah. Andromeda. You know, like I think <laughs> it
1: was that's the, one of the most bothersome like camera bugs. Like I, I get it if you get camera clips and like you see through a model or something, but the really bothersome stuff is that when the model is all UV mapped, so the external ex outside of the model is like shaded or whatever but the eyeballs and teeth and tongue are all separate 3d objects <laughs> yes. so when the camera passes through the skin you get these this sharp 2d line outline of the skin but then just eyeballs yeah <laughs> like
2: weird shape mouth and
1: yeah teeth yes. yeah, sticking
2: no. out randomly
1: i can't do that it it's and they don't worry about the back of the model so there's usually extra like polygons and stuff yep. back there and no it's nightmare fuel <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well, that's awesome. That I mean, I definitely, um, I, I would have never guessed that EDF 5 would have been on, or the EDF <laughs> genre, you know, series at large would be on your radar. Yeah, which I, mean, I guess it really wasn't.
1: It, it kind of, I mean, I'd seen them. i looked yeah. at them, but I was like, nah, whatever, this is probably dumb. Like, nope, It's it's dumb, but in, I am willing to forgive so many mechanics of this game. It would be like, I guess like if Terraria came out today, but used like i j q l controls instead of w a s d and you couldn't remap them. Right. Like eventually you might forgive the game for that because everything else is so amazing. Right. Like and that's just kind of I'm forgiving so much of EDF5 because the gameplay is just like I I switched over to I was getting wrecked in hard mode. Like the game gets difficult. Like, the difficulty curve starts ramping up. It's a slow ramp up, but it you'll hit walls where you need, like, either to switch classes, which I haven't wanted to do, or get other players involved. Um, but I've switched over, and I've just turned the difficulty down to easy, and it limits your weapons that you can pick more, like, because there's level caps on all your guns, so you have to take lower level weapons in. But the monsters are easier to kill, and right now I'm just blowing through the story to unlock the harder difficulty modes and then go back with the other classes. Like I don't think I'll 100% the game, because even at mission, I don't know, I'm in the 80s maybe, 85, I think I'm about 6% through completion. 100%? Yeah. (laughs) That's insane. So I'm not going to 100% this game (laughs) for sure. Uh, I am going to complete the story for sure. And not that I care about the story in this one, but just to complete all the missions, see all, what all the different scenarios are. Um, you, and I'll probably
0: play some of the other classes, too. Well, that's that's something that I actually wanted to to, to bring up, because, you know, Hammaker that's with us today, like myself, also a somewhat avid MMO player. I mean, he, he plays more WoW than I do currently. Lifetime, I might have more MMO addiction than him. But either way, either way, he is also an MMOer. Um, And while you're not an MMOer, you play tons of RPGs and stuff with classes. I mean, that's just an every genre now, right? So for me, like, and you saw this when we played, um, uh, now I can't think of the game, the game with the dwarfs, (laughs) where you're mining. the Deep Rock Galactic. Thank you. When we played Deep Rock Galactic, like, I mean, I think in the first five hours of us playing, I tried all the classes, right? Yep. Yep. And, like, that's a huge, like, I, I... some people call it being like an altaholic or something, but it's not really even, it's it's not that I have like a some idea of like a story behind all these characters or something. I just really want to see how the game plays differently mm-hmm. between different classes. So I'll start with you, Ham, but do you find, how, where do you land on that? Like, do you find yourself wanting to experiment to see how everything plays? or Are you more, and I don't mean to speak for Brett, but maybe in more in the camp where you want to stay... On one fixed thing before trying other things. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I guess it kind of depends. Like in WoW, for example, uh, I have basically one class. Yeah. And I almost exclusively play that class. So it's certainly interesting whenever, you know, when it comes to alts, I'm not sure how much fun I'm having depending on the game. Because, like, for WoW, uh, for example, there's an issue with um, when it comes to alts, like, the game doesn't actually change significantly playing a different class. Like, the, the experience of the game itself is more or less the same. But when it comes to actually changing the class, like, it, it can change it a little bit. But when I'm, in games like Deep Rock Galactic, you may have, you just may have an entirely different tool. Or like Payday. Or Payday. You, you and I played Payday right, two together. Exactly. So some yeah. games do differentiate between the classes much more, like, hard. I mean, obviously, if you're playing a healer versus a tank, there's going to be a, a, a large difference. But the actual, like, game itself doesn't change I guess and it's, it's it's kind of hard to differentiate that but I think it depends on the type of game that it is and in an MMO like I I like playing alts but I also really like my specific class so I think it also kind of depends like if I try them if I find one that I like more than the others then I'm just kind of on board with that
0: so. yeah yeah I mean I've talked openly a lot about how I love the druid and wow so much and I know that's a class you also like a lot but you primarily play the warlock um so I guess the point you're making is that like playing a mage in WoW doesn't feel wildly different than playing a warlock in WoW, because right. they're both range DPS. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's fair. And
2: like, the game isn't all that different between, like say, a hunter and a mage and a warlock. I mean, yeah, you have a pet, and you do physical damage, but you still just stand back and go boom, 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 you
0: know? Right, right. So right. there's,
2: you know, there are differences in when it comes to, like I said, between a healer and a tank, but when it comes to there's only like three archetypes
0: kind of sort maybe of four if you want to split melee right, and range dps but right yeah
2: but in like deep rock galactic there's four archetypes but they're all like wildly
1: different potentially
0: right right you know?
1: that's kind of how edf5 is as well the archetypes are all there they all play very uniquely from each other and they all support each other too which i think is is nice to have so
0: yeah i think like, that i Oh, sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead I was just going to say, I think that I think that that maybe would drive me to want to play. all, try the classes out even sooner. You know what I mean? Like, well, I definitely. I've, I've
1: played all of them.
0: Oh, okay, um, gotcha. I just have like I've only played a couple of
1: missions with them, so I'm not. I haven't done like because that's part of the completion percent is beating the the highest difficulty with every class. I see. Um, so that's there's 400 and some odd missions you have to do to 100 percent it, um, but yeah like the so i play mostly predominantly the ranger which is kind of the most versatile class you get access to like shotguns grenade launchers rifles rocket launchers missile launchers like flamethrowers you can call in a couple of different tanks um or different support equipment that makes you like run faster or whatever you're most but you're all a ground-based unit and like Medium range, mostly DPS, but you can kind of gear out to fit pretty much any. You can get sniper rifles, like all the basic kind of just anything from a a Call of Duty style game. That's kind of your core. Mm. Um, Then there's the Wing Diver, which is a jetpack player, like really low health. And they all of their weapons are energy based. So the Ranger is all ammo based, but you have infinite, mostly infinite ammo for most of your guns. But you have reload times to worry about. Um, the Wing Divers all energy based. So you have like an energy core and that splits between you can like charge up a gun with some of your energy, fly around and when you release it like if it's a semi-auto gun, it just fires its fl- however much you've charged it, it fires that much of a clip. So if you charge mm-hmm. up 100 bullets, it fire and will not stop until it fires 100 bullets. Um mm-hmm. But
0: they have some. Fire them all at once, like in a big. No,
1: well, some of them there's there can be some like their their shotguns are like that where if you charge it a little maybe it shoots five bullets and if you charge it a lot it shoots a a giant spread of them. (laughs) Um, but they get like some like they instead of calling in vehicles they can call like satellite strikes and stuff, and they they're the high mobility. They fly all over the map. They're kind of like your healer, where they like if players go down and you have a wing diver on your team, it's usually the wing diver. Cause they'll fly all the way across the map and, and aggro the enemies towards them and then fly back to res you. And then, you know, fly off again. Then there's the, the, what is it? The fencer is kind of, we talked a little bit about last week, kind of a armored, like exosuit, kind of like aliens, exosuit style. And they can equip, they're the only class that can equip the same weapon in multiple slots and they can equip up to four weapons and they have two loadouts. They're really, really slow on the ground, but they have like a boost thing there. they can like jet boost forward or jump with it. Um, overall, a little bit slower than the Ranger, but they have more mobility because they can move up. Mm. Uh, and they're all like kind of your heavy weapons specialists. So they have giant cannons and like tank cannons for arms type thing, Gatling mm. guns, giant missile pods. And then they can also have like They're kind of the sword and shield. They have like some melee weapons and they can have a directional shield that can block attacks and stuff. So they're kind of cool. And then there's, I can't remember the other one. It's an air support specialist, but they get like one specialized gun, which is usually either a grenade launcher or a sniper rifle, which is really bad. A lot of the enemies can like grab you in close combat and like deal damage over time. You have to kill them to get dropped. Mm. So solo, it's really dangerous with just a grenade launcher because you do self damage. Um So you want somebody there to like take it out, but the air support guy, they call it, all of their weapons are like calling in airstrikes and bombers and gunships and satellite strikes. They call in different vehicles and like certain, like the, the fencer can't drive, the fencer and wing diver, their equipment is quote unquote too bulky to drive. The ranger can drive everything no matter what, and the air support specialist can drive most stuff, at least as a driver, but may not be able to operate weapons. So the air support specialist can call down like some of the super heavy equipment that the Ranger can't. So they could call in like the mega, like there's mammoth tank type things. Hmm. There's ridiculously huge vehicles with Tesla guns and rail guns and stuff. So you want somebody that like, you want a Ranger on your team to drive those, but your air support guy to call them in and like, The air support guy can do stupid amounts of damage at ridiculous range, but they're terrible up close. Mm. So, like once once all the monsters get aggroed and you have four hundred monsters in a giant ball hurtling towards you, you want a ranger or a wing diver that can like deal area damage to them. Meanwhile, the air support specialist usually goes to just the corner of the map and can target stuff with a laser like all the way across the map and call in things way outside of the range. So, huh? So is the
2: terrain in this game is it just like random per map or is it always the same map? so the
1: maps are set but all of the maps are pretty unique it's there's like probably four or five sets of terrain there's like uh forests cities there are some underground maps there's a couple of like industrial loading zones and some kind of like forests with either small towns or forests with a shoreline type thing but Outside of the actual ground of the terrain, be it hills or bumps or whatever, any, any of the set pieces are destructible. Oh.
0: So like
1: as a ranger, if I have a rocket launcher that has really good range and there's a, a spaceship or an alien perched on something on a building, I may rocket launcher the building down from a mile away and take or take out all of the buildings in an area so that I can open up my line of sight. Or I may get between buildings to funnel enemies in. And they can crawl on, like, the bugs and spiders and stuff are crawling on the sides of buildings. Some of them make giant webs between buildings. And so, like, wing divers have a problem there because they can't fly forever. And if they get caught on one of these webs, you have to kill the spider to, or the sure. web to, like, no, bring no, it down. No. It's it's super fun. Like, huh. I love it.
0: Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, that's what I was starting to say earlier. Is just I, I wouldn't have guessed that that would be something that would have resonated just because it didn't. I have not spent any time with it, so it's not fair to say it didn't resonate with me. But just my few minutes of playing it back in the you know mid two thousands or whatever. But that's super cool that you found a franchise that you're that excited about and are, you know are, are looking forward to six. Even though oh yeah, like, like six, they
1: use like dragons and things. I'm like, I, I've I've thrown out all expectations now. As long <laughs> as I have a zillion guns and can shoot bug aliens, I'm just bring it on like i'm i'm all in
0: (laughs) well so the game works though like oh yeah yeah
1: like there's not not actually having
0: experience
1: so it's not crashed um the some of the when i say the controls like it's wasd and whatever it's some of the things like tank turrets turn really slowly and the ground especially if you've like destroyed buildings and stuff can be uneven terrain and it has, like, kind of a laser line marker coming out of your barrel for where it'll shoot. And it'll even show you arcs and stuff if the bullet, like, drops. But if you stop, like, a lot of the action is very fast-paced. Things are crawling at you at 50 miles an hour. And if you're in a tank, like, turning the turret is just a crawl. Like, it's it's cascade your mouse all the way across four or five times to try to get it to turn somewhere. And then it's the, your target's moved. So, like... You some and some things, and I, I don't really like the camera view. I wish you could pan your camera around or at least have two or three views that you could set. Um, I don't like that when you're running, you can't jump. Um, <laughs> So you have to like stop running because uh, if you're running and you hit like the, the jump button, it's a dive in that direction. So you Aww. dive forward. So a lot of times I'll run up to something that I can't quite hop over or just walk over and then I'll hit the jump button and just dash into it then i have to get out of the dash animation and wait and then jump and move forward at the same time to jump over it and so some of this stuff is kind of clunky and i but it doesn't usually take me out of the experience more often than not i found that since you have infinite ammo i'll just use my like normal machine gun to blow away trees and terrain that are in front of me Hmm. and then run through that or a rocket launcher to take out buildings and stuff and and then just go um So some of the controls are a little clunky and it feels, it's not like the vehicles are not like GTA vehicles. Like you can spawn in a helicopter, but it has like a launch time of like 15 seconds. So you just have to sit there holding space for 15 seconds as the rotors spin up, which is kind of like you're supposed to do that with other players. So they keep the helicopter clear and whatever, mm. but it's kind of, it doesn't feel very video gamey at that point. It feels like if, if vehicles controlled better and there were some camera options um yeah then it would be everything else about it is great i mean the graphics are pretty good Mm -hmm. i wish that they would just call bug aliens bug aliens like if it's a giant ant don't call it species alpha just call it giant ants like
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and the reason that's the reason i made that distinction or wanted to was thinking about that is just because you think of a game like um like a bethesda title which certainly would never be called a b movie game right but Bethesda titles are very often chock full of bugs and things that break the experience so it's just it's interesting because it's like it's a B movie game but not in that way does that make sense? Not in the production like the production seems pretty
1: it's not like it's a triple A but I would call it an A like it they've there's quite a bit of stuff in there that it's definitely translated like it's a Japanese game so some of the menu buttons and stuff that says like When you're doing a search and you want to search for something that doesn't have to have a that doesn't have a password you have to search for no display on Mm -hmm. password because that means that there's no password in there so like some of that stuff is but again it's, it's all very minor things no major crashes i'm sure there are bugs um i definitely have played with a couple of players that have cheated uh i played with a player that the the wing diver having the lowest armor in the game had like 300,000 armor, and I think my ranger has like 800. Oh, so she just couldn't die. And if she res somebody, you got full health out of the res because normally you get half the health from whoever reses you. I see. Um, and yeah, so in <laughs> t- a co op game, <laughs> yeah. And there, well, so one other person I saw had not a full com or had a full completion set or not a full completion set but had like so it's, you have star ratings on your weapons and he had all gold star weapons basically and mm-hmm. i was like is your completion rate real and he's like yeah my completion is real i have completed the game with all the classes at 100 however my weapons are cheated because i didn't feel like grinding so he's like once i completed it i just cheated in five star of every gun huh. so i was like all right cool whatever but i but for the most part i found just normal players at like kind of like me at six or eight percent completion maybe some at like 15 percent. you're like oh that person knows what they're doing like 15 <laughs> <15%. laughs> yeah, percent is a lot yeah the
0: old veteran you yeah huh well so um shifting gears a bit but so yeah, last yeah, week sure. we talked about the steam sale and the things we this is earth defense force being one of the things you picked up on steam sale um well Hamaker and i uh weren't satisfied with just the values on the steam sale and had to find a greater value, which I will now advocate for, um, (laughs) the, the Xbox games pass for PC, I think is the full name of it. Yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Um, is an insanely good deal. It's uh it's a dollar to try it. And it's, it's $5 a month. So in a year it's $60. So if, any one of those titles you were to buy in a year you've now you've you now paid for it. it right now you don't own the games forever so if you're someone if it's a game that you would want to go back and play five years from now then maybe that you know maybe you would still want to buy it and, so then it doesn't solve that um but anyway yeah so we we picked it up what did we originally pick it up to play i thought it was just see of Thieves. oh yeah it was Sea of thieves yep yep that's true um but it's got it. I mean, I played, I guess you already owned it, but like Outer Worlds. I've been playing that. Yeah, right. Check that out. Um, Gears of War 5 is on there. Gears of War Tactics, which has gotten a ton of praise for being a really fast paced, good version of like an XCOM style nice. game. Um, what else? Minecraft Dungeons that you brought up a few weeks oh, yeah, ago. Yeah. That's there. So I, I checked that out very briefly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just a really cool thing. But anyway, yeah, so I wanted to talk about Sea of Thieves a bit, but I don't I mean, Ham, why don't you explain? Obviously, Sea of Thieves is a pirate game, but I don't know, what What are your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's honestly the what I've been looking for in a pirate game. I mean, obviously, that doesn't explain anything about it, but uh, we had played in the past a game called uh, Atlas, mm-hmm. and I don't know, Brett, if you're familiar with the game Art I don't
1: think... Okay, so yeah, I've played or I know of Ark and I've seen. Yeah, so
2: Ark was reskinned as a pirate game. Literally, like they just changed the textures and everything.
0: Like the Uh, exe file was still called called "like play Ark." I remember hearing
1: about there was a whole
0: kerfuffle about that. Right, because they changed the studio name, so it's not obvious. But yeah, anyway, I was just mean to (laughs) keep.
2: No, no, it's fine. But uh, anyway, we started playing that game, and this—I promise this will be relevant. No, you're good. But uh, in that game, the. The amount of time and effort that you have to spend to get a ship to then actually be a pirate is immense it's like six to eight hours of grinding wow for maybe more like four if you're just hardcore still on it. But that's like, you have to build a dock and then you have to build like the frame and then each panel is individual pieces and then all the cannons are individual pieces. And you may not and it's have- not to...
1: like this is a it's not like this is a builder game, like a Kerbal or a Minecraft where that's the focus is and building it, the boat. It kind of
2: is, it... except it's all PvP-based. So if right. you log off for six hours, your stuff may be gone when you come back.
1: Somebody just so... sets fire to your boat.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. So anyway, the reason I bring all of that up is because when you actually did get through all of that effort, and we're sailing. It was great. You had, you know, all these different mechanisms for sailing the ship, then shooting, you know, the cannons and all of this different stuff, and it was really fun. Uh, but the game itself was just broken outside of that, right? right? So anyway, I had been hearing about Sea of Thieves outside of that just randomly over the last couple of years, and uh, I would never really gotten into it. So we were looking for a co-op game, and I think I saw it or Walker saw it. Um, and then, you know, we started looking at how get it. It was like 40 bucks, so that's where we got the Game Pass. Right. So anyway, the reason I say it's what I've been looking for is because it just has all of the best aspects of art, or of the uh, Atlas. Of Atlas, without any of the real downsides. Because when you start, they just give you a ship. So you start the game. A pirate so that... game,
1: you start out as a pirate. Who'd have thought? Right, exactly. You don't, you don't have to start you out naked start
2: out. In, a, in, a, in, a, yeah. in the woods. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: So you kind of just start out you get a ship, you go through a tutorial on how to sail that ship, and then, boom, you're in the world as a pirate. And you know, so, I can
1: only think if, like, the, the producers of Ark make a game that's like Andromeda, but you still have to start on a planet,
0: you have to build all the way up oh, to, like, God, the game yeah. doesn't
1: start for, like, 800 hours of survival yeah. gameplay. Like. I mean,
0: that technically is just Ark. Eventually, you can get dinosaurs that have Like laser beam my armor and stuff yeah but
1: i'm talking like getting off the planet like the story really starts 800 hours like (laughs) like star citizen like you can eventually get some awesome spaceship but first you've got to build a campfire right Right. (laughs) for 200 hours
0: yeah
2: yeah so anyway you you get to hop into the game you get a ship uh depending on you know what you want to do exactly if you have some people to play with you can just rock your own crew and start sailing and there's all these different missions that allow you to do different things. Uh, like go kill pirates that are like epic epic bone pirates you know, skull skeleton pirates. Um, and things like that go hunt treasure. Uh, oh, what's the third merchant
0: one? ships? Like, yeah, you so go get cargo?
2: Yeah. And, and in that it's super cool, because you actually have to go sail to an island and pick up right. some chickens and then take them to another island. That's and awesome. All the while, you have people in that world with you with their own pirate ships, right? So at first, we were just trying to play it as like a, like a solo pirate game. kind of. Right. Thing. Um, and we just got ganked twice. And then after like an hour of effort. Yeah. So we spent a long time to gather up all this loot and then we just got ganked immediately. They just, we're not on the ship at all. It's in a, it's parked in a cove of an Island. You can't right. see them unless You're 20 feet away from the Island or whatever. All of a sudden on my way back to the ship, I hear I'm commandeering this. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Walker, did you say that? Do you hear that? No. And then all of a sudden our ship is just sailing away. And <laughs> by the other the so we were try- I was kind of kind of play it like Atlas, except that that's not the point. Right? right. So once we kind of got into the, the mode of playing it in that, you know, as its own game, uh, I think we had a lot more fun because we went and played the arena, which uh, basically sets up five ships with two people each on the ship or depending on what, you know, the size. Yeah. Know. Yeah um but yeah and then you just have some objectives and a point system and you just go at it you just you just unanchor your ship start sailing around you can attack the guy next to you you can go find a chest and turn it in all these different mechanisms but it boils down the game into the pvp which made it which made me realize at least i'm sure walker is very similar but uh that i actually wanted to be doing that too kind of all as one right one type of gameplay so anyway we did the arena we realized that was a lot of fun and then we went back to the regular world and so we started doing the missions again but we're like we're just going to keep our eyes open right right? See if we see anybody and then
1: we'll just we'll
2: be the bad guys
1: yeah you'll be the pirates. (laughs)
2: right exactly and it totally worked out it was amazing like we were going to do a mission we got the first half of it and we were sailing to the other island just randomly saw some sails it's like oh oh okay yeah we know what to do now like we know (laughs) how to fight other people right and, uh, and yeah, so we went over there and we just trashed them. Like we showed up, Walker shot him
0: like seven times, sank the ship. I don't know if we got anything out of them. I, the first boat we didn't. The first boat, I, I would say I felt bad, but I didn't because it's just the way the game works. But yeah, they that, were
2: complete noobs with nothing on their ship. Or at
0: the very least had just left the dock. Correct, yeah. So I think but, they might've had a colored sail though. So maybe not entirely right. noobs. But either way. Although we were, we had no, no decoration on the boat. Literally
2: no, yeah. <laughs> just a complete default ship right but uh but anyway that was like oh that was fun like we we just wrecked those dudes and then uh so we started going back around and we're like oh we'll keep our eyes open still and all of a sudden there's some like black sails on the horizon and it's like oh dun, dun, dun. yeah exactly like i mean should we just run because we just, ran it first just yeah. as instinct. and then he's like i mean it's like yeah all right, all right all right just whip the ship around <laughs> and like we tried like tricky maneuvers like going around a, a rock and like jay turn the ship and come back the right. other way and then they just went around and followed behind us and so <laughs> it ended up that we uh just got into a straight up broadside fight with
1: nice them.
2: and like one of them jumps on the ship walker kills him i'm dead then he dies and we're like oh well it's over and then we come back we're on our ship still their ships there they're all dead and then they didn't ha- they didn't take the time to repair their ship, but we had been doing that ah. And so I swim over there and I'm like, oh what well, can I steal? Real that I <laughs> Grab some loot and then we swim away as it sinks. and we're like, all right, well, that was kind of cool, right? We got yeah. a little bit of loot and whatever. We're sailing back to the island to turn everything in and there's just a pile of all of their stuff in the ocean like 10 chests, now it was like five chests yeah, that's some, some awesome jewel. so yeah we actually ended up just like
0: wrecking some pirates and stealing all <laughs> their good loot and then when turned it all in and it- correct because and- whenever whenever the fight had kind of ended and he was like swimming over i was our boat was on fire and it had holes in it right so i'm running around the boat trying to repair it while he's stealing loot from him <laughs> so we just had our boat with the wheel cranked all the way to the left or right or whatever so we're just going in a circle right right because we're not actually steering anymore right mm-hmm. So, when we finally get back on and we're like, okay, let's go back, yeah, it turned out their boat had just sank in that general vicinity. And then we <laughs> came upon it and it was like, oh, wait, this is just all of their stuff. This is awesome. Which was a That's ton awesome. Of stuff. It was yeah. Like
2: six big chests, like a couple of skulls that you get from turning killing those elite skeleton guys, like mm-hmm. all this different stuff. And yeah, it was super cool. We went and then bought some cool upgrades for the ship to make it look sweet. Yep. Like yeah. Like a lion head on the front. And like- of course. So, i don't know it's just it's a lot of fun because once you kind of get into the mindset of it's always pvp and you should just kind of be doing that then i had a lot more fun because it's not like you're not just working to get it taken away you know what i mean like the emphasis is less on the rpg aspect in the moment and like the experience as a pirate as a whole
1: well and there's also like correct me if i'm wrong there i i I have a little bit of i've got a couple of buddies at play and uh so one, I got to say that the game is just gorgeous. Like, oh, it yeah. definitely is beautiful. Water
2: is beautiful. The skyboxes are beautiful. Yeah. Like the cartoony aspect of the ships and your players doesn't like it kind of fades into the world. Right.
1: So it's just, yeah, it's gorgeous. And then like when you spot, it's not like you buy a boat. And then if you lose that boat, you have to go rebuy it. You nope. kind it, of just, you you just go in with everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whenever you start the game, you choose what size of ship you want to start with right. based on what size of crew you want to play with. But to be clear, there is no NPC crew. Right. So it's yeah. exclusively no, it's all player other stuff. players. Yeah. Right. Um, so we so far have only played with the sloop, which is the two-man boat. I mean, you could have more people on it. but you Yeah, could,
2: three or four is about the most you'd want.
0: Yeah. Right. But you can at least quasi do it with two people well enough. If we had a third, it would probably be hyper efficient you know what i mean we wouldn't be juggling quite as much but it might also be more boring i don't know anyway um but yeah and if you die like when we got ganked the first day we were playing yeah i mean our boat got stolen and sank and we lost all our treasure and then we got killed but then you just respawned a nearby island and then
1: you're not really losing much
0: like you can lose a lot of stuff but that
1: doesn't mean that you can't like you're not going to lose a week's worth of gameplay. The right. most you could use is whatever session you've logged into.
0: Yes, exactly. Correct. And it's, um, yeah, the, the The thing is is that the treasure and stuff that you're going around and getting and the, like the treasure that we stole from those other pirate dudes or whatever, um, it, it's just, to, it's just for money to buy cosmetic stuff with. So yeah. it's, it's not, it's not actual progression in any way. It's not, you're not leveling, you don't
2: get a stronger ship,
0: right? Yeah, you don't get a better sword. You don't get a better cannon. There's, I don't know, probably twenty different skins for everything. So there's right. there's a big variety of sword skins you could possibly obtain and then equip, but it's all just a it's all the same sword, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I,
1: I've also seen like I don't know if you guys have seen or encountered, but I have watched videos of like kraken encounters. Oh, yep. Yep. Like. Fortnite.
2: Yeah. We got really <laughs> <eye> probably <laughs> we got like second sail. Yeah, we got so caught in a storm. Yeah. Or once you get caught in these giant storms it's on the insane. ocean, You can't steer the boat; like it'll just all over oh, the, the compass
0: just spins. Yeah, you don't know what direction
2: you're going. And then Kraken showed up, sank up. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just
1: it was Be like giant tentacles, and like it. it definitely yeah. looks like it should feel like a proper pirate game.
0: Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. And I, th- I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's. It, it's got a nice, a, a lot of little touches that wouldn't seem significant, but I think help add to the immersion of it quite a bit. Like, for example, when you're at the captain's wheel of the boat, right, you don't have a map. There is no right. map button for you to open up. Instead, you have to go below deck, and there's just a map table, and then you can look at the map table and then, and then see where things are. And your ship is reflected on it, so... right it's not entirely realistic because you technically have right. some... you're not having to
1: do. get out the, the
0: compass. Right, right. And the... You That's do okay. get out a compass yeah. to know what direction okay. you're going, potentially. Okay. Yeah. But,
2: nice. like, wow. it, when you go pick up a, a quest or whatever you want to call it, um, you have to go and turn it in, or well, turn it in on your ship to activate it. Right. And then you get a map of an island. Or you get a name of an island. Most Like, for certain missions, you only get the picture of it. Right. So then, you just have to go to the map and then look at, you know, And look figure at the out what, and then look at oh, the map. that's and cool. Yeah, and so then you mark it, and then you'll see your ship where it is on the map, and then it'll leave a trail wherever you sail. Nice. So then you get, like, you'll get, like, us, where we were on our way to an island, and we saw that ship, and it's just, like, this crazy, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're all over the place while we're fighting, and then back to, you
1: know. That's awesome. Yeah. But it, it also kind of means that you can have a navigator instead of yes, just looking at a map. Yeah. You can say, hey, can you check the map and see if we're running right, like, yep. and tell me where I need to steer, like.
0: That's exact and that's exactly what I mean by like it's a, it's a, a thing that seems rather insignificant but I think if there was just a mini map or even just the ability to like hit M and open a full screen map right it would diminish the immersion a lot because yeah it turns out that like Ham will go start steering and then be like hey am I pointing the right way or or we've been sailing for 10 minutes because it's a far away island that we're trying to get to and he's like hey go look at the map and tell me kind of where we're at right um so yeah just just really cool <laughs>
2: I was going to say that that is one of the like cool aspects that there's just a lot of jobs to be done on the boat. Yeah. Right. So we run the two a lot of the time, but then we have situations where it's like, we want to kind of be scouting. So somebody wants to be up on the mast, but then at the same time, we need to trim the sails or map, but I also need to be steering. So there's situations where it's like, you're kind of juggling different things and it would be cool to have an extra crewmate to be do you know, dedicated to two tasks instead of two of
1: us to three tasks right yeah Yeah. so yeah i I mean i've seen a lot of things too where there's it looks like there's a lot of uh almost that mmo style gameplay that just kind of arises where like uh, i don't know how much the voice chat is just open voice chat or is it like a distance kind of thing i i've seen some stuff where people like like they'll sink a ship but then take those people on board and put them in the brig and be like can we trust you to sail this ship now like making deals And then becoming, now you have a three or four person crew and you want to go take over a bigger ship. And so you board it. And like, it just looks like a lot of that, that spontaneous gameplay. um,
0: Emergent. Emergent.
1: That's the word I've been looking for. (laughs) Immersion was getting (laughs) stuck in my head. So, right.
2: But yeah, no, our little, our little sloop has a single cell brig just under down in the bottom. Like, yeah, it's, it's.
0: And I I don't know how you capture a player though. Like I don't uh, know how you force someone into the break. Maybe in
1: voice chat, you just say, "We're gonna kill you." Yeah, you we'll kill you if you don't. If you don't come get on, the yeah, like, I guess there's a yeah. consequence. If you've got like, thing. if it's like a three versus I one sort of thing,
0: well, I, I would probably
1: lay down like my gun in the game or something.
0: I don't know. Well, there's just no risk to death, though. That's the thing. It's All like right. we'll kill you otherwise. It's like, yeah, but so. I think
1: more or less it would be like, it would be um, yeah. this is the opportunity for me to join up a three man party to become full. And so, like, oh, sure, I'll pretend to. Oh, woe is me! I've laid down my gun, and you've got to just figure out: do I want to try to kill both these dudes, or do I want to join their crew? Like,
2: yeah, the only thing that kind of sucks. Well, I guess you know, one of the things that's interesting, I should say, <laughs> is that when you die and then respawn, you respawn mm-hmm. on your ship. Okay. So it's it's your spawn point, which means you can be camped at it.
0: So they can ah, just not sink your ship. We had a guy grief us by repairing our boat that they they shot this mass down with chain shot to disable movement and then had hit it a few more times in the hole. So it's leaking water. Well, he's killing us because he was just a far more experienced player than us killing us, repairing our ship while we're respawning, So he can continue to kill us. As but we... there is no
2: bonus for that. Right. Yeah. yeah you're not getting bad.
0: anything for doing that. So, right. so I, I mean, good job, go on good job forever. guy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the no hard like, Eventually, we distracted him enough that the ship sank and then we just respawned for two minutes later with a new ship yeah right at a different place so but it's it's really nice to be able to have that uh disconnect between like resources and being able to play the game that you can right. just hop in and go get a ship and then Go be a pirate. You don't like. Have like
1: I said, a pirate game where you start out the gameplay playing as a pirate.
0: Right. right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that Atlas and Ark both are are trying to what they offer that Sea of Thieves doesn't is the ability to create your own pirate base. You know what I right. mean? And have a big yeah. pirate island or something that's your own, and and you own it. You know, but the only way to achieve that is with a guild or a tribe or whatever they're called in those games, and that inevitably turns into an alpha tribe mm-hmm. scenario where. Okay, it's now you're the only
1: tribe on the base. Good yeah. job. Nobody well, wants to play on the server.
2: Yeah, like, another, you can't. <laughs> well, as I was saying another problem with with Atlas that uh, Sea of Thieves doesn't have is that there's there's no limitation to how you can lay out a boat in Atlas. Well, there is, but it's yes. not... like in Sea of Thieves, when you spawn a boat, it's always the it's same. That boat, Yeah. It's that yeah, like a sloop is a sloop, a brigantine is a brigantine, and a galleon is a galleon or whatever. Uh they're always the same shit. But in Atlas, you start with the base and you can build things on it. Right. And so you'll end up with these patrol boats that are an actual wall of cannons just facing off the front. Right. That if a, re- a ship had it in real life, it would just sink. Because that's... It can't... I mean, I, a-
1: I, I, the- I think for something like that where you want to have a builder game, for me, something like From the Depths, I, I don't know if we've talked about that on this cast. Uh, I know I've talked about it with you, Walker. Have you seen From the Depths at all, Ham?
2: No, I don't think so.
1: So it's kind of like a Vorian, but it's a it's a a boat game. Uh, There you can make flying vessels and ships and aircraft and stuff as well. Um, It's got some RTS elements, which is kind of neat. So you can build like build a ship and then assign it to an AI and then go to a map view and and do stuff. Mm, Like a Vorian. Yeah, it's again kind of like a Vorian, a little bit. I would say a little bit more. On a single map instead of like a giant space map you see the boats like moving around and can jump to battles and take control of stuff but in that the physics are pretty strong in the game where like you can't build just a wall of guns at the front of your boat because it'll just tip forward and sink and you have to worry about like water displacement and having a keel and having like a lead bar in the center or something to distribute your weight and stuff and to me if you're gonna do a builder game you kind of have to have some of that to keep from yeah just right because
2: exactly what happens in atlas is those ships will just sit at like the loading barriers between the servers and just patrol it and then Mm -hmm. somebody spawns in while they're loading they just shoot a wall of 50 cannonballs. yeah and then three have to hit you to disable your ship and it's just
0: so the way atlas works is so like arc is a bunch of individual servers and every server is the same world map right and they all have a seventy-five player limit, and so if server A is full, you go to server B. But the the thing is identical, right? Right. The world in Atlas, it's this giant world map that's broken up into quadrants. I don't I don't know if it goes from A to Z, but at least like A to N or yeah. something. It's it's yeah. a big map, but anyway, it's broken up into quadrants. Every individual square of that map is its own server. Oh wow! So when you zone, you're actually changing servers. Okay. So well, that's what he's describing is like an atlas. They just sit at the border, and if you want to leave the area you're in, you have to go one of four directions. You know what right. I mean? So then you just get you just show up. I mean, me and a buddy, another buddy that we're playing, had um spent several hours collecting, cutting down trees, and chopping rocks and whatever to build our own boat. Built our own boat. Got out to sea. Immediately encountered exactly what Ham is describing: a ship with just a wall of cannons that there's just zero chance that we could fight it or get away from it
2: yeah well that's what's also silly is that the bigger ships are still as fast as the smaller ships Right, and you can control how many masts you have on the ship so you can do away with some cannons and get an extra mast and now your five mast brigantine is faster than a one mast sloop or a two mast sloop yeah that's ridiculous yeah exactly so you just can't escape yeah. The bad, you know, the big bads. And it's just
0: not it, fun. It's, uh, it. I mean, it and Ark are in the same camp where uh, I think that they both are very ambitious games. But uh, for me, at least, they just, uh, the grindiness of them and the unfairness of them, mm-hmm. and, and just the punishment, just the fact that you can spend, uh, you know, an Ark, a buddy of mine and I played on a public PvP server for a full month and then eventually got raided while we were offline. And it's like, if you're offline for eight hours and they spend that eight hours rating you then that's it yeah and now you have to go redo it and it's like yeah i'm good so while sea of thieves doesn't offer that like the base building elements and and that sort of stuff and and there's no character progression because you're not leveling up a character in Ark and atlas you are um i agree with him sentiment that i think that sea of thieves is a it's fun because you can just jump in and play for two hours and then stop and it was all fine you know what i mean there's no you
1: you're it's more of a a game like an individual gameplay experience right Right. you actually
2: get to play how the game was meant to be played right instead of an art or atlas (laughs) either (laughs) yeah yeah both uh you have to spend so
0: much time to "quote unquote" play the game. Well, right. and then it doesn't. Nothing works right. Like and yes, I, yeah. like in Atlas, what was it that people were doing? They were like running around naked and slingshotting people, and then punching them to death or something. Yeah. So
2: the way <laughs> with the servers, the way they were, you had a hundred fifty player cap, right? Right. Except that they would allow overflow, so you would. It was a soft cap at one hundred okay. and fifty, and a hard cap at like two hundred and fifty or something. Huh. So they would allow for. Uh, attackers to basically come into the server. right so like
1: a raid sort of but thing But then they would
2: try to anybody who's idle after you know 15 minutes would be kicked out of the server to a right. nearby server so it was kind of a way to allow for attacks even if you had the server full of your own tribe nice the problem was is that the game was so incredibly poorly coded that even at 150 the soft cap you could barely play the game the lag right. was so bad that when you try to shoot somebody with a rifle or, or what have you, you shoot and then half a second later it goes off and they're not there.
1: They're anymore. moved, yeah. So
2: what he's referencing is that they would rush the server naked with what's called a bola. Uh, you know, it's a real life and ties people up leg up or whatever. Um, so they would all rush you with an inventory full of bolas, trap you to the ground. And since you were so laggy you couldn't hit anything, they would all just show up to you planted on the ground like four dudes naked and just beat you to death great so that you know, like yeah the the alpha tribes or whatever would show up as 80 people with their inventory inventory full of bolas against 20 people or 60 people or whatever right. and they're trying to use guns and swords and whatever none of that works doesn't work so
0: yeah because it's just
1: too laggy yeah you just well, they're not anything. losing anything when they die exactly right.
2: and right. you're yeah. nearby. Uh, back on your boat, basically. So they just parked the boat full of supplies
1: out in the bay. And 50 dudes jump off. And they're cheap off. supplies. It's like yeah. some of the first things that you can make. Exactly. So.
2: bowl is like one of the first uh, weapons that you can make. Right. So it's just absurd and not fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, it may be fun for those larger groups of people to do I that guess. collectively. I mean, but maybe. It's just not fun.
1: Yeah. It's it's I, fun in the way that trolling is fun. It does yeah. to me that's not long term fun. To me something I, like Sea Thieves that has more emergent gameplay is going to be consistently fun because one you don't have to spend hours and hours getting a boat like we discussed and two like since you're jumping directly into the gameplay that loop gets to iterate more times which means you have more chances for random person to be role playing in the middle of the sea that you, you yeah. just pick up cool. and say cool, you know. And you don't also
2: you know, die to cheese attacks or right. There's because the game was coded so poorly. There was uh, exploits where if you bound cannon fire to your middle mouse, you could shoot like 20 cannonballs at once with one cannonball because it would fire the, you Yeah, fire the event fast enough that the game couldn't actually handle it individually. So it was just like things like that made it even less fun. Right. Cause you would have a, a boat sail by the island with an artillery on it, and they would shoot fifty each one time.
1: Right. And just pull all of your housing and mm-hmm. well and, and something like Sea of Thieves, I mean, I, I like I get where Arc is coming from and like where that game is, I get where even Atlas is trying to come from. But to me, if you're gonna have the same amount of dev time and half of your dev time is spent making a survival game, it's a survival game. Like, yeah. but if all of your dev if you take all that dev time and instead just make the you know the core gameplay be pirate time then you have a good pirate game
2: well they also did a good job of uh like making it work like just the mechanics that are there actually work the way you think they should work and right you know every it's just a well-made game whereas Mm -hmm. arc slash atlas is just not a well-made game it's not well thought out right it's not well coded it's not, it's just all of it is dead. Well,
0: and something Brett and I have talked about a lot on the show is they're just early access games and Sea if yeah. Thieves is not. Sea if Thieves right. came out on consoles first and maybe yeah. it was also released on PC, but it's definitely designed with a Xbox controller in mind. Well, it
1: had some, it had some troubles with launch. I remember content yes. wise,
0: it was really lean on
1: launch, but yes. it seems like they've taken care of that in the time since. Well, and I think the one
2: major thing about, playing see if these long-term versus atlas is that the gameplay itself is actually competitive because you're not leveling up and whatever yeah exactly it's it's just like only balanced that you know like every time you hit somebody with a sword it's the same damage as when they hit you right when you hit them with a bullet or whatever like all of the ships have the same health and they're all out laid out the same way and just you know everything is consistent you can
1: plan for an attack because you know how if you've if you have are experienced with that type of ship and you come across one that's an enemy ship maybe you come up on it or swim up to it and know. limitations let's enter in this area let's detonate the gunpowder here let's try to and you know where everything is just like you would a call of duty map like you know hey let's run to this area let's get this weapon let's you know snipe from this tower
2: when the arena thing that we did and i think kind of illustrated that as well, because it, we could do all of the same things as them, but we got crushed yep. by people who knew the game better. Mm-hmm. Just like I, I knew, or had remembered that you could shoot yourself out of a cannon, but I had, I didn't actually <laughs> remember that. And I didn't know how to do it until one guy shot himself, uh, you know, across the map onto an Island, just super fast. <laughs> we, uh, Yeah, exactly. And so there's just things like that. Yeah. That, you just kind of have to learn. And when you do know those things, it makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But
2: everyone can do that.
0: Right. Well, and just like, none of it feels, I mean, to to the point you've been making, just none of it feels janky. Like anytime I've shot a cannon, which I've definitely missed way more than I've landed shots with the cannon. um, But I don't ever feel like it was be Like I've never seen a shot, like hit the ship and not damage it. Right. Or, like I've definitely like the 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 way the ships kind of laid out. At least the sloops are kind of laid out. Like you have the deck with the sh- with the the steering wheel and you know the the sails. You so you can lower and raise the sails and turn them and that sort of stuff. And then on the back of that, there's like a little kind of canopy, cloth canopy thing yeah. that is over the the lower deck of the ship where you can kind of walk out underneath that canopy. Right. I definitely have shot shots that sailed directly over the, the the deck of the ship and underneath that canopy and missed uh, but it didn't feel oh, cheap wow. it was like right, actually it's like where it it
1: ridiculously
0: like, like shot
2: through a window yeah right. out, in one window, out the other window <laughs> right right and it's just like oh okay
1: that's okay. actually really cool that's work. a thing yeah. that can happen
0: yeah right right and it's it's crazy like when you see when you see another boat firing on you like Cause you just start seeing cannonballs coming out of the sky and like, they'll land in the water, like right next to the ship. And it's right. just, it builds this tension that, uh, that's just immediate. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, it's very well done. And it's uh, really
2: rewarding when you do make those shots. Like there was one time, I think it was the pirate guys. It, it was. Yeah. So we're like, <laughs> we had been attacked previously and they shot our mast with a chain shot and right. then just, he sniped us from like a hundred yards away wow. one shot right to the mast stopped us and it tracks. flattens
0: it instantly it yeah, instantly it breaks drops it you mast. can repair it right But it instantly breaks it right, there. right. You're so
2: <laughs> i had mentioned in kind of in passing like hey we should try to shoot at their mast at some point point." and so he had went and grabbed the chain shot and was trying to swap it out or whatever and i just i wasn't really paying that much attention and he's like all right boom and he just shot it for like 60 yards one <laughs> shot just smacked the mast and it just stopped and it was just like
0: wow that was amazing like that was the pro shot ever <laughs> That's a lot of luck a lot of luck <laughs>
1: yeah but what I was
0: mean, it was yeah it was super fun it was a super rewarding yeah. shot to, to have made i probably couldn't recreate it consistently but it was it was a fun one time but when you're good with it like you still get that same reward. who knows right. maybe they got a lucky shot on you you know like well what was great about the guys that we ended up ganking and, and stealing all the stuff from was like he said like so we passed them and we just shot at them in passing because like hey it's about yeah, whatever right and they thought they were going to i i cuz we didn't have any decoration on our ship cuz we used their loot to buy our ship decorations <laughs> right. so so they definitely thought that like oh these guys really yeah come on yeah cuz we're in the newbie boat i mean it's right. there's no decoration for white plain white sail like really you guys are going to shoot at us and i don't think i hit them you know what i right. mean right yeah. so anyway they um so So they chase us. And then, like he said earlier, like we were trying to kind of hide behind some rocks and they came. So they definitely thought that they were hunting us. Right. And it was so glorious to land that (laughs) shot and kill the mast. And I was like, like right before that, probably 30 minutes before that, I was like, I don't know how much I care about buying the cosmetic stuff. And then when we stole all their stuff and then sold it for money, I was like. I'm really excited about buying cosmetic stuff with other people's money. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's plunder, actual plunder.
2: Like we shot down their ship, we stole it and then fenced it and then bought our own cool stuff. And yep. it's like, this is actually way more rewarding now that I stole it from you. Yep.
1: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I mean the, the best tasting dinner is the one you don't have to cook.
0: Exactly. I, there's <laughs> also like, I am just as both of you know, since you're friends with me in real life, I'm just an incredibly petty person. Um, and I the pettiest slight that I can inflict on on another person on the internet in a game I mean I'm not trying to harass people in real life but I, I love it I mean my favorite Dark Age of Camelot moment of all the hundreds of hours that I used to pvp was one time we took some keep with like four of us and then on top of the keep I built a trebuchet and was blowing up a tower that belonged to the enemy faction and they came to take the key back, and there was no chance we could hold it, but they do have to break down two sets right. of doors. There's a little time. And they break through, they kill everyone else in my party, they're running through the castle to clear everyone. They finally come up to the top. I see the guy come up the steps, and I'm the whole time I have never left the trap, and I'm just <laughs> trebbing this tower because I'm trying to blow it up before they take the key right. back you can actually flatten it so it's nothing, and it takes like eight hours to respawn. So even if we don't conquer it, they don't get right. it Right. They don't get it either. Right. So I see the guy run up the stairs. I run over and stun him, crowd control him, run back, fire another shot, run back, hit him again, <laughs> run back, fire the last shot. The tower falls. The entire group comes up and instantly ganks me. <laughs> and I, I couldn't have been more elated. I was so happy that I got to blow up their stupid tower. <laughs> it, it, it didn't do anything for yeah, me i didn't right. get any experience i didn't get any money but just the pettiness and i don't even know if they really knew what i was doing right i like, don't know what's this really guy care. doing like bomb in your tower <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. but I, I yeah little i mean in arc that that is why i i am glad that we found sea of thieves because when we played arc we also at one point you can build very very simplistic boats in air quotes in Ark, and we did that and then just rolled around and grenaded people's bases and sunk other people's ships and stuff and then i yeah the the pettiness of me i just love it i just love it so much <laughs> so i'm very eager to go rob more dudes and see a thieves. Uh, uh, is uh and i'll friendly probably fire on
1: in sea of thieves
0: i don't think so
1: i don't think so either
0: i don't think so now i will say that i don't i've really mostly used the sword and the blunderbuss which the blunderbuss if you're not literally touching them the spread is like bigger than the screen i mean it's not it's very ridiculous so the point just being, I also don't know how much opportunity we've had for Friendly Fire. Yeah. But I would assume that if it was, I would have hit him at some point when flailing around well, with a sword. Right.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, we've fought so many skeletons standing on top of each other. And, yeah, like, that's you know, fair. Fighting people on our boat while we're right. like, standing on top of each other, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it's a
0: thing. I don't think there's Friendly Fire, but yeah, but yeah Sea Thieves, totally, totally recommend it. Um I don't know if you were going to play solo, how inviting it would be, because... Well,
2: they do have which something I don't know if we mentioned it,
0: but something we haven't explored yet in the game,
2: is that they have an auto-crew feature. Yeah. So you uh, can to, to join up. Yeah, so you can just join someone else's crew or you can auto-fill, whatever. So there is a mechanism by which you can increase your crew size and find crews to play with. It's just we haven't really done that yet.
0: There right? is a Discord as well that that people use pretty frequently to find groups. So I would say that's probably the way to do it if you were going to try to, just because when you look at the spam of looking for group, I mean, a common refrain is like LF crew adult. <laughs> <So,
1: laughs> <laughs> There's enough people
0: playing that you're like not wanting a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and it's on Xbox and it's, I mean, it's, the thing is, is that on PC you're just paying for it standalone, but on Xbox live, like if you have Xbox to pay for Xbox live gold, which is what right. you have to have to play online that gets you the game pass. Like it's right. all one bundle. Yeah. So anyone that owns an Xbox and has Xbox Live Can't Gold it, yeah. also play. has Sea of Thieves, right, right? Exactly. Which
1: most fourteen-year-old kids that play video games will have it.
0: Correct. Yep. Correct. So, um,
1: so we all played another game together. You guys played a lot more of it than I have because I have been either really tired or playing EDF Five. Uh, but that's Magica. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Magica is a pretty sweet Insane. game. Like it's a very unique take on the kind of ARPG genre.
0: Yeah, well, and it kind of I mean it doesn't entirely because it's it's still a it's not an RPG really. Like no, you don't that's level rare. you don't and you don't um You don't ever get stronger. No, there's no not gear, really, there's no. no levels. So it would be cool to see the mechanics of Magicka applied to an RPG game actually. Um But yeah, I think as far as gameplay, I think it's the most, it's funny, I just, it it just shows, it's why what we're doing is important because there are so many games and you just don't know what you don't know. Magic came out in 2011, so for me to call it innovative in 2020 is kind of silly. But it is. It is, the most innovative. I've seen
1: a lot else done like that. I'm sure it's not the only game to have done anything like that, but they pull it off really well. And what we're yeah, talking really. about is really just the entire combat system. Yes. The magic
2: system is whole unique as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if there's anything like it that I've ever really seen. Uh, yeah,
0: me either. No. And uh, just a
2: quick explanation for anybody who doesn't know what magic is, you have eight classes of spells that can be combined together in different ways to create unique spells. Like you can, There's a shield spell that if you combine with uh, arcane damage, or arcane, or whatever, you drop these little stones in the ground that explode on contact, like little mines. Right. But you can make healing versions of those. You can make lightning versions of those. Right, so there's there's
1: eight elements, and it's bound to QWER and ASDF.
2: You're right. Yeah,
1: so as you're playing, each element, there's like arcane, healing, shield... Lightning, cold, fire, earth, water, all your usual yeah, stuff. Certainly. Is that, well, Is that yeah. it? So yeah, like if you combine and and you can combine any five total elements to cast
0: a spell. Correct. Yeah. Not any, because well, some of them cancel well, yes, each other out. Them
1: cancel out, And some of them combine to stack. So that yes. you can have but you can have like five elements Fire makes steam.
2: Right. Yes. And then you know, water and ice make like glacier ice, ice. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can
1: stack them, but you can only have five, I guess, orbs around yes, you, know. can and, then you can cast, and then you can cast it on self, other, as an AoE,
0: or as a melee, I think. Or as a melee, yes. right. Yep. And each one of
2: those also works different differently. Yes. yes. So Correct. like, for the eggs one, for example, or well, I call them eggs, because they, 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 like <laughs> they look like eggs, yeah. <laughs> um, but on that one, whenever you do it, a cast as a melee thing, it enchants your sword with like the glow or whatever. Right. And so when you cast it, it casts them in a straight line instead of an arc.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So like a
2: straight outline from you. So it's like you're throwing it with your sword kind of thing instead of casting it in front of you. Right. Well, and the same
1: with just like just shield casts kind of a, a an arc shield around you. But right. then you if you run it, it on from your yourself. sword, yeah, or if you cast it on yourself, it gives you kind of bonus HP. And if you cast it with your sword, it makes like a really long, thin
0: one. Yes, yeah. It's just and if you do the AOE, it makes a circle one, yeah, if you, you just do a normal, one. One, it makes it like a little half circle in front of you. Yeah, it's it's insane, yeah. uh, <laughs> the variety of spells. It's kind of part Castle Crashers,
1: part Helldivers, like PV, or yeah. PvP damage is always on, but you also have like, what is it, W-A is revive. Yeah. So yeah, you can just instantly revive a downed teammate. And you can instantly heal yourself and heal others, which may make you think that this makes the game easy. It does not. It is brutal. <laughs> it is, the game is is really brutal on damage and friendly fire, but also gives you a lot of ways to mitigate it through armor. Sure. But we cool. found, yeah. what, the armor that was like Earth and Ice armor? It was, it was Earth, Arcane...
2: No, sorry. Earth, Ice, uh, Life, and Shield. And yeah. that will give you... Um, it's actually the glacier ice, not even the regular. Right? Ice. Yeah.
1: yeah, you
0: had to do like so, QRQR.
2: Like, yeah, D-E-W. and that will give you the craziest. Except what's interesting
0: seen. is that so the 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 first four co- abilities in that combo, that's what creates like this actual physical armor on your character. But then the last spell in that combo that he just described gives you this like like kind of a like magic shield that goes around your character in a dome. You can switch out any other element in that last that spot, and it gives that of element of shield, right, exactly. Yeah. And that's the so other thing,
1: that the order of the elements also matters, well, for the most part, and how many of yeah. them you pump in. Well, that, so, like, yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, I was just saying, what Walker was saying is that, actually, you can do that both with the armor and the shield. So what he's talking about is an actual, like, mana barrier, or whatever you want to call right. it. Right. But in Nice Armor, in, what if you do QRQRDEW and change W out for one of the other elements your bar, instead of being green for your shield health, will be red. or oh, red. Right. So, so it's like an elemental shield, too. Right. But you can also have, like, a damage reflect shield. Around. I don't know if it's a reflect, but... but yeah, I like, think yeah. the
0: armor mitigates physical damage, and yeah. then I... Like, the actual armor, and I think the mana barrier thing you described, I think that reflects... That determines what element it's yes. against. Yeah. And because the elements, like we said, they can cancel each other out, well, that's true in combat also. So if you're casting, like... Ice spell like an ice beam, and then I come and cast a fire beam. It actually just makes the beams explode, right? Because yeah, they, they can't. Can the two magics cancel cool. each other out.
2: Right. And you can certain monsters are healed by certain types of magic, so mm-hmm. I think even you may be able to be potentially healed by a certain type of damage if you have that shield on. Because yeah,
1: like, oh yeah. So if somebody casts that on, so if you're fighting a fire mage and you use the fire version of the right, shield, you maybe you're that. gonna yeah.
2: Yeah, well I know because when we got the dlcs you got all these different characters that have different weapons mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. one of those weapons is it changes the type of damage you're immune to or or what heals you or whatever so you have to heal yourself with lightning ah. and life doesn't do anything and then you're you know susceptible to water and ice or
1: something wow
0: and right. so yeah yeah
2: so there's all sorts of that different stuff as well. well and there's just a thing.
1: lot of things like the self cast is important because if you get wet and use a lightning spell or just try it to charge bad. lightning and like just to charge it used in any spell, you'll take damage and it'll negate that orb.
0: Well, like so res W.A. as you said, what it actually is, is, is life and lightning. Right. And that's how you res. But yeah, if you if your character is, quote unquote, wet and you have little drops of water coming off of you. When you hit the lightning, it, it just damages you instead. Yeah, so you could try to res and kill yourself. Yep, but it's super cool. Like you can like if you take the water spell and get an enemy wet and then hit him with lightning. the cold spell. Oh yeah, and them then it'll freeze him. Right. Lightning it will add damage. Block. Right. Yeah. And then you can hit him with a giant stone and crack the block. Like it's just I'm gushing. It's just crazy. It's no, just well, it, crazy. It's, it's awesome
1: because like, I really like the fact that like so any of the single elements can be awesome on their own. And you, that was the other way you can cast. You can charge a lot of spells.
0: Yes, and when yes, you charge
1: yeah. them, they'll do different stuff. So like just throwing a one Earth mana stone is like a small boulder, and if you just click it, it just kind of shoots 10 feet out in front of you. But if you like charge it to five and fully charge it and launch it, it launches a giant boulder that can ricochet off enemies and just make yeah. things explode. And then you can also make it a fire boulder, right? Mm-hmm. You can make like a fire yeah. boulder is different from fire ball. Like if it's right. fire, 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 earth, it's a fireball that explodes. Yep. But if it's earth, 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 fire, then it's like a boulder that deals fire damage.
2: Yeah, it's. I think they said in the. In the description that's something like five thousand plus yeah thousands of spells available yeah uh, some
1: of them have are just like colored or deals uh, colored effect yeah um there are enough unique ones like we and you stumble into them because the battles are kind of chaotic they they start throwing a lot of guys at you that are doing a lot of things and you've got to try to remember where these eight buttons plus like your whole mouse and so you just miscast a spell well, now you end up seeing something else and you don't know what you did. Like, yeah. when we found, like, the ring of lightning bolts. I didn't know how yeah. I did that, but it was really looks, cool looking. <laughs> the ring did, and I was just like, well, that looks
2: really cool. How the heck? And, like, we just stand there for five minutes. pressing. Yeah, yeah the pressing shield on.
0: that we were describing, like, it. I mean, you probably spent 10 minutes or something trying to, like, okay, what combination of stuff yeah. made this happen? And um, it
2: takes so much damage, that shield. Like, yeah, like... You say you have 100 health it's got like a thousand right it's yeah. just crazy how much damage it takes but you have to stack up all these like set well, actually seven different spells
1: yeah right. to
2: get Thing, and it's well, it's like, like trying
1: to cast haste in mid-battle. It's only, like, three buttons. Yeah. But remembering to cast it, because if you don't cast it on yourself, it's like a beam, isn't it? Like, just a yeah, damage yeah. beam. So if you you type the three buttons and you click, and it shoots a, a laser out. And you're like, no, you got to type the three again, and then, like, middle mouse button to cast it on yourself. All while these giant guys with hammers, that will literally one-shot you into an exploded, bloody mess on the ground. Like, yeah. it's not... Gory. It's gory in the way that like a Doom 2 is gory, that like like old school doom, give. like there's yeah. giblets. Yeah. Um and it's almost painfully. It is no, it just is painfully punny.
0: Like oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Chapter 4 is called A New Hope, like yeah. level mission four. Like yeah, there's an emperor recreation scene basically where they electrocute the guy yeah, lost by Darth, Darth Vader, Vader or whatever. It. Yeah, it's the whole thing is that, but which I love. I love the One game. One thing that's of super
2: it. cool, in my opinion, is like the skill that you can develop with the game.
0: Yeah. Like, yes.
2: Me, I've gotten to the point where I can cast that shield thing in like a second. Like mm-hmm. it's just right. brrr, done. You know? But it's like a button presses or something. Right. But I can, you know, kind of do it quick and I remember that. And the more you play, the more of those spells you memorize and like
0: you and actually when, become, like, a wizard. Like, you yeah, really exactly. are learning different magic
1: spells. Right. And that's, and, I mean, that's something I know you've been looking and, for forever, Walker, is, like, yeah. you want a mage that you can
0: feel like you're being a mage. The only thing that I want now, I, so I, I, there's two steps that I would like. I would, like, step one would be give me Diablo with, because it moves like Diablo. You click to move and all of that. Right. Right. So I want I want Diablo that plays like Magicka and has that system, but it's an RPG, is what I mean, right. and it is more because um, Magicka is kind of mission to mission. Like yeah, there's stories. I mean, there's a story that connects it, but it's not uh, Diablo is not an open world. But if you leave Tristram, you can run around you an enormous zone, right? Yeah. So I would like that. I would like gear. I would like levels. I don't know how it all works because again you're not learning spells, right? Like it's not right. So I and and and, so, and I wouldn't I mean, want they could, that. They could more gently up the progression and offer you
1: a couple of elements to start instead of yeah. all of them.
2: I was also thinking that like you could do uh gear that would then, you know, maybe potentially add uh effects to the spells. Yeah. So like anytime you cast a, a fireball or whatever, like it adds a dot
1: right or right whatever
2: you know like yeah. uh, always that's like
1: poison staff always adds poison damage to stuff right. but right. it could also but maybe it nullifies healing so right. you just so can't you have use all these, healing
2: like, you can tie all the different things and you have to you know trade-offs and stuff like that so right. like, there's ways you could do it i think but uh it would just take a lot of know working through yeah but i
0: and i also think the friendly fire adds a ton to it because you actually have to care about what you're doing like right you can't just mutton mutton button mash i mean a i don't know how many effective spells you would get if you weren't paying attention at all still some i'm sure but if you're not paying attention like you're just going to blow up everyone next to you and to be clear that happens when you're trying not to already (laughs) oh yeah plenty (laughs) It adds another element to it that I think makes again tension is probably the best. But it's also not
1: super punishing,
0: like because you can rez because
1: you can rez with and there's no mana bar. There's no like you don't have a limited amount of mana. There's no potions or anything. You can just cast spells. So like yeah, sure. I may have gotten hit by your boulder one. It was hilarious. Maybe not the fifth time,
0: (laughs) but it's still just like
1: we were calling out just like hey rez. And the nearest person, you try to run away from battle for a second, and boop, then you're rezzed. Great. And then we'll heal beam each other and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get really mad if somebody crushes me with a rock. I'm just
0: going to ask for a rez. Well, it's kind of like Helldivers, right? Like Helldivers, I think, it benefits a lot from having friendly fire. I mean, I haven't played it as much as you have, but... I think that game, if it didn't have friendly fire, would be... Resing's a lot more
1: punishing better. in that game, though. You get, like, a certain number of lives, but... <laughs>
0: it, is. it is, but it adds, it, it, it adds, it
1: makes you care. You yeah, know what you, mean? Can't, you can't... If you're using a play. shotgun, you need to be at the front.
0: Like, <laughs> right. do not
1: stand behind anyone. <laughs>
0: right, right. But even if you're using a machine gun and just spraying, you can't just do that blindly without right. thinking about it. You, you know have to mean? have some situational awareness. So I would like to see it applied to a, a, a more traditional RPG, if you will, kind of game. But then beyond that, like I want, I want it to be a fully three D world. Like I want, I always use Assassin's Creed as an example. But just I want that level of of world creation and polish and detail and graphical fidelity and all of that. And then I want it to play like Magicka as far as the, the spell combining system. The, I mean, only,
1: the only game that I can think of that comes close to the way Magicka does spells is, um, oh no, now I forgot. Magicka 2? Well, no, Magicka <laughs> 2 does. Um, dang it, I forgot about it. It's uh, Eternal Darkness on the GameCube.
0: Ah, I've heard of it. I never actually played it.
1: Oh, such a good game! But it has a spell system where you have to chain together elements, and you you unlock them slowly. And as you chain them together, I think I think how it does it though is it more like you have to kind of draw a spell like icon, and you get more glyph points that you can chain together as you draw your icons. Mm. I don't It's been so long since I played. This is like a two thousand two that I played, like maybe two thousand three, mm-hmm. but. I think you may remember them after you've unlocked them, but like researching and learning a new spell takes experimentation and you have to use it and it could kill yourself with it or it could be a fireball or something, but you have to kind of experiment with glyphs and chaining elements together and stuff.
0: That's cool, yeah. Yeah, That's pretty cool. The only memory I have of Eternal Darkness, which I never played it, but was just, I remember people saying that like basically your the character's like sanity is slipping away throughout the game, the character you're playing as. And at one point, it actually like tells you that like the the save file has become corrupted. Yep, I had that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I had that one. So your your sanity bar it, it would do a lot of like depending on where your sanity was. Like if monsters looked at you, your sanity would drain, and as you killed monsters, you would boost. And as it drained, the game would do things. Sometimes in game, sometimes it would try to mess with the player. So like the very low level, like it just lost a little bit of sanity, uh, a shadow of a fly would walk around on your screen and you'd like you're like wait a minute is there a fly on my no it's not a real fly it's just a little bit <laughs> or it would wow. like your character's head would vanish and it, but nothing in the game would change it just your head would vanish and it didn't affect gameplay at all but it was like is my game bugging out bug. yeah and, right and then the the you know there was some, sanity, some yeah. I, there was one where uh, i had like pretty low sanity and i walked through a door i walked into the same room that i just left Only there were four zombies and it came up and said, please plug controller into controller port one. And all of them bum rush me and are like biting me and killing me. And my health is just, and I'm like plugging my controller. I'm like, what? No, let's go. And then, and then the screen flashes white and your character's like, it's just a dream. It's a nightmare. And I'm like, this is not okay. (laughs) Like, the you would walk through the floor in an area and no matter what direction you went you'd always sink lower and then you would flash and you'd be fine the worst one though was because there's like one of those like 40 save slot like lists of saves right or no maybe there's only four and but i would save in progression and always have four points back because there was a Mm. lot of content to the game and you want to have a couple extra points so i went in hit save Hit okay. Wasn't really paying attention. It said delete all. Yes, no. But I thought it was overwrite save. Hit yes. And then it, I just sit there and watch as it goes like save 39. Er, empty. Save 38. Er, empty. And it says like at the top warning, turning off your console, you know, during this progress could corrupt your data as it slowly just deletes all of my save games for like six or eight of them, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god, what do I do? I hit the wrong button." Because you're just so used to hitting like AA twice, you know. Yeah. And then yeah, the screen flashes white, and my character's like, "No, it's just a dream. It's just a bad dream." <sighs> like it was so good. <laughs> so it's the only game that I've really seen. Like, because like I think the only other notable mention is like Metal Gear Solid fighting like Psych Mantis or whatever. That's you're, you have to swap the controller ports because they know the time and date of your card or whatever because he's like yeah, supposed yeah. to be psychic. But it really would mess with the player a lot. and that was a very unique way. it to me, it was a perfect combination of like Resident Evil, honestly, kind of Assassin's Creed only if the entire story was in one game where you you play through the legacy of all of your you like inherit this mansion and play through the legacy of all your ancestors. Mm. And every ancestor kind of has like a room like there's a sword in the library and that's the Spartan ancestor and when you touch the sword you play through their stuff and then you get the sword when you come. Right. So there's kind of this meta game that you play through in all these different past lives or whatever as you learn more about this crazy haunted mansion and it's a really oh. I actually highly recommend it if you can find a copy. It's pretty rare. Uh, but Eternal Darkness on the GameCube is incredibly good. Hmm. I wonder if you could find like a ROM of it. or I something. was going to say, not to, to promote, promote like, piracy, I but. No. <laughs> I, just speaking yeah, of, awesome. though, I am definitely. I just sold my GameCube through our Discord to one lucky buyer. So, oh, hey, nice. Uh, nice. thank you. You know who you are. Super appreciate it. <laughs> um,
2: I was going to say, I mean, you can. There's, uh, depending on the game, like
0: there's open, not open license, but like uh, legal copies that you right. can get of mm. ROMs. Yeah, I know that Nintendo really actually cracked down a lot on their on the whole ROM scene, probably uh, when the Wii U era, whenever the virtual right. store came out. But once they realized that they could actually just resell all of that content again. <laughs> Took digitally, a it, was like, it sure did. It sure, they don't like the internet for no, some reason. They really so, don't very strange um but yeah i would i would if anyone out there listening is a is a diablo or path of exile or any kind of game that's that view or crash or left- cancel
1: crashers it's a great for a party game like it yeah. works
0: just as well as a serious game as it does a just screwing around game yeah yeah that's true but i would highly recommend checking out Magic and magica 2 is from what i can tell more of the same um there's a few minor control differences and uh I don't. I haven't played it very much yet to know the extent of the differences, but um, from Steam reviews and stuff, it sounds like it's mostly the, the, the same, just a few years newer. Right, and Magical um,
1: on the Steam sale, which this will be out after I believe the Steam sale is over. Correct. But during the Steam sale, it was 99 cents. Yeah. So
0: full like. price
1: can't be that much, or if you're really dying and hurting for it, just put it on your wish list, and when it goes on sale for 99 cents... Just just pick it up. Just always well, have this one.
0: Like I said last week, every store has a summer sale. So right yeah. now the Steam sale will be over by the time this episode comes out. The humble store sale is not over. And I would guess that there's a magic key there for right. the same price that you would have got it through Steam. So uh anything else you wanted to, to cover this week? Mm, I don't think so.
1: I think it's like I said, it's ninety nine percent EDF five. We had a pretty short a D&D session there's a there's a lengthy story that the the conclusion of was this week Um, that I think I want to share but I think that's you know kind of for a, a better time sort of thing we're already a bit in here so I don't want to sap cool. it all up but Dean dungeons we're not sure if we're supposed to call it dungeons and dinner or dinner and dragons but it's <laughs> nice. the the theme has persisted where we play for like an hour and a half two hours have a massive smorgasbord dinner and then play for maybe another hour. And we've actually started, one of our players leaves early for another session, and we've actually started playing uh, just normal board game time with the remaining players. Mm. So this last week, we had you know, two, three hours of D&D, and then when we lost a player, we just wrapped D&D up and brought out uh, bad people, which is kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but uh, more about the people that are playing instead of mm. just making a funny joke. It's trying to figure out who one person is the judge, like any of these games are, asks a question that's usually kind of not safe for work, although there is also a not safe for work pack, which makes it even worse. Um, (laughs) And who at the table is the most likely to like cheat on a date or something. And so the judge has to pick who they think it would be. And then everybody else votes on who they think the judge voted for. And then every round points are scored up. And then... Whoever gets a certain number of points first wins, at which point we didn't care and just kept playing because we're drinking and it's great. And, And it was a fun way, especially not knowing the people very well, I think was even I think it plays really well if you either know all of the people like the same amount or don't know anybody because mm. it's really fun to, it, we learned a lot about each other that night there were a lot of <laughs> candid moments had <laughs>
0: right right
1: but i i would recommend it if you like and you don't have to like cards against humanity the thing that bothers me is passing the packets back and forth and then rereading all of the answers and whatever there's none of that you have a card for every player and you just vote them face down and then you pick that card up at the end of your round so there's mm. no passing stuff around a table, you just draw a card and go. So it's it, to me it's a little bit more fast paced. It's a little bit more personal. Um so if you if you are super shy, do it around drinks and good company. Um <laughs> but if if you don't care too much, it's it's a blast. It's hilarious. So Nice. But yeah, Word, well, I think that's about it for me. Ham, do you have anything else you'd like to add?
0: No. I uh, I appreciate you just having me on. Uh, It was a good time. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for coming. It was a great time.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: So that's all for our episode today. Please join the discussion by tweeting your thoughts to us at P-U-Y-S pod or follow us there to get a notification on our stream times. Check out the links below for many other ways of getting a hold of us from email to Discord. We'd love to hear and discuss your thoughts. If you like this episode, please do rate, star, thumbs up, or review us wherever you're listening. And hey, tell a friend about us. It really does make a difference. All of our links will be available in the show notes. And if you want to hear more of Walker's insights and conversations with a variety of unique guests on topics outside of gaming, check out his other podcast, The Walk Show, which is available everywhere podcasts are found.